this um, this meditation will be a guided meta practice. So, like this morning, it's um, an invitation for practice, guidelines for practice. If it doesn't feel right for you, then um, you're also welcome to do a different practice. And I just want to say a little bit about metta before we before we begin. I spoke about it a little bit last night as well, um, but say a little bit more. So, as I, as I said. Last night, metta is a is a Pali word, and a lot of the Pali words have um, a richer, more complex meaning than um, than English words. Often, we need several English words to translate one Pali word, and we still have to kind of rely on a a sense of of all of those coming together to convey the the feeling. Um, and metta is was originally translated as loving kindness um, I'll just say that that's how it's very often used um, but translations that are more precise are goodwill friendliness um, they kind of um, are closer to, to the meaning and easier to understand loving kindness may feel a bit yeah, might not make a lot of sense to all of us, but if it does make sense to you, that's that's wonderful. And really helpful to relate to metta as um, not as a kind of state. It's not a state. It's much more of an attitude or a quality of the heart and mind that we already have. Yeah, it's already within us that natural sense of friendliness or goodwill that, that we feel uh, very naturally, very intuitively in certain situations, under certain conditions. And the practice is about nourishing that natural attitude, that natural quality, um, nourishing it so that it becomes accessible to us in more and more Situations towards more and more experiences of life. And I think I said this last night, it's really helpful to reflect on this attitude, this quality, in relation to how we already know it. Yeah. And for, for different people, it will be slightly different, but usually towards those that, um, those that we love or uh, resonate with. Yeah. For many of us, it will arise quite naturally towards um, those that, that we perceive as, as innocent, you know, young beings or categories, whether human or or, uh, or not human or animal. Yeah. So it can be really helpful to, to just to, to know that quality exists within us and to kind of take that and build on it, grow it and. Metta is one of four attitudes, four qualities that are called immeasurable. So they really have the capacity to, to be unlimited, immeasurable. And to also take us you know, to immeasurable 
ways of being, being human. few important things with the practice. One is to remember it's a practice of cultivation, of nourishing, of of developing, of growing something, some attitude within us. Um, And so it's very much a practice of intention. So like it's not, I said, it's not a state. It's also not about feeling a certain way. Sometimes we hear um, the guidelines for this practice and we, we think, you know, I should be, when I do the practice, I need to feel loving. You know, I need to feel open. Um, that can happen, and that's very beautiful when it does. But the practice is of intention. It's like uh, often the image we use is we're scattering seeds of metta through the intention. The intention to make this, um, this attitude a more regular home for us to dwell in. Yeah, that openness of heart and that goodwill. So we're scattering the seeds and then various conditions come together and affect how those seeds will sprout and grow. But we just keep scattering the seeds. We keep kind of connecting to that intention and nourishing that intention. Sometimes the places where we're doing the practice and it might not feel good yeah we see where we're stuck or where our heart is closed and these are actually places of really really precious insight it's a valuable insight you see ah this is where in this situation or with this dynamic this is where I shut down yeah so can I acknowledge that and honor that yeah it's not the end of the road but that is so important to see and be with that can we hold that sense of closeness or, shut, or stuckness or being shut down? We can hold that with metta. This is also part of why it's immeasurable. Because we can always bring it in. And we can always bring it in. So we can hold that sense of contraction or closeness or even ill will. That can be held in a space of goodwill or of friendliness. So there's always the possibility to bring it in. And remembering that our goal with the practice is not about a certain state, it's about understanding, deepening understanding. So sometimes the metta practice, what will arise is the opposite, what we see as the opposite of metta, like I just said, a sense of being stuck or closed or shut down. Um, And sometimes there will be a beautiful flow. It will feel very nourishing, very healing. Um, you know, there will be that experience of metta flowing through. And not to, um, if that's what's happening, not to feel, okay, now I should be looking for the insight. Um, let's skip over this feeling good part. Um, but actually really let, us, let ourselves dwell in that place. Yeah, dwell in that. If that arises to any degree, always talking about spectrums to any degree and letting ourselves dwell in that experience and really both be nourished by it and get to know it the more intimately we get to know it um, the more accessible it becomes to us so both these things not not losing heart if what we feel is the opposite of metta or anything on the spectrum um, and also not uh, downplaying 
the, the beautiful aspects of, of the practice when that kind of attitude is really awakened in us or present within us to any degree. Yeah, to any degree. So like any kind of um, cultivation or training that we do, uh, really helpful with the metta practice, we start with the easy and we build up. So um, traditionally, you know, we start uh, the practice with somebody for whom it's relatively easy and natural to have this feeling of friendliness or goodwill, and then we slowly expand. So we expand to... um, you know, people that we don't have a particular like or dislike of or a particular response to. And then we can eventually expand it also to um, those that we have um, challenges with in our relationships. Um, And we can also expand it to wider and wider circles of beings um, that are further and further away from us um, geographically or as far as the knowing of them. And if that doesn't make sense, it will be as we as we do the practice. It will do. In the traditional practice, we use phrases as the object of meditation. So just like we were using breath and body this morning, we use metaphrases um, that kind of carry that intention of goodwill and friendliness as the object of our meditation. It's still very, very helpful to be embodied. So my suggestion would be to have some grounding in the body and the breath, and that's how I'll guide the practice, and then include the, the phrases in that groundedness. So we're very much still in the body as we're bringing in the phrases, so they're not just a mental um, thing that we're repeating. And for some people... There's um, other ways of doing the practice, so something like images or a felt sense might work better than phrases. So for some of us, the phrases work really well. Uh, For other people, um, they they would work better in a combination with something else or with something else completely. So, you know, an image of something that um, embodies that quality of metta for you could be, you know, I always share this from one of my students who told me that she was really happy when I said this once because for her, intuitively, the meta practice was um, offering a bouquet of flowers in her imagination yeah, to herself, to somebody else. But it was that image you know, like that, that worked for her. And it can be anything. You know, it can be light. It can be warmth. Um, so it can also be a felt sense <coughs> rather than a, a visual image or a phrase. Yeah, that felt sense of the warmth, the care, the friendliness. Yeah. So really kind of trusting your own journey with this. This is where the playfulness and the creativity can come in and finding um, how this works for you, if it works for you. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll stop there. And we'll have... Um, a guided meditation together for about 25 minutes.
maybe just relating to images for some people um, it can be helpful to have an image of somebody else that embodies that quality of metta as you do the practice so um, yeah so it can be a religious icon you know like or a spiritual one like the Buddha or Kuan Yin the manifestation of compassion that are behind me um, it can be you know Jesus it can be your grandparent um, just some some image of someone that is that you really trust is embodying that um, attitude towards you um, as you do the practice so if, if it gets difficult that's something that we can use Taking time, like we've done up till now, to feel into the body and the posture and to settle more fully. Into the posture. As we're doing that, we're again bringing the awareness into the body via the attention. Bring the attention to the contact areas with the seat. Feeling how the body rests into the seat. And from there, it kind of rises up and flows down. Equally from the feet or the legs in contact with the ground, feeling that groundedness, rootedness, and the body gently rising up. Feeling the back of the body, checking in with the balance of uprightness and ease. And sometimes just with bringing the awareness into these areas of the body, we can feel a subtle change. Not actively doing anything, but just with the presence of awareness, just with that contact. some kind of realignment happening. From the rootedness in the contact with the ground and the seat, rising up, through the upper body and at the same time opening 
Letting the awareness gently spread and expand through the body. Seeing if we can get a sense of the field of awareness spread through the body and also just beyond the body, body, surrounding the body. The whole space of the body and around the body. Filled with a sensitive, receptive field of awareness. Staying in contact with this wide field of awareness through the body, around the body. So make contact with the attention. Areas in the front of the body. Maybe the heart, maybe the belly. Feeling our own human vulnerability, sensitivity. And acknowledging for ourselves if we can. Our own wish to be happy and safe and well. Seeing if we can feel that. Acknowledge that and make space for that. From that space of acknowledging that wish, you can begin connecting to the intention and cultivation of metta. Beginning with ourself. So I'll offer the phrases. And as you repeat them internally, feel free to find your own words and rhythm that suit you. But also staying sensitive to how the phrases or the intention of metta, there's any impact of it on the field of awareness, on the space of awareness in the body. Very light attention to notice that. May I be happy. 
May I be peaceful. May I be healthy and safe. May I live with ease. be happy. <coughs> May I be peaceful. be healthy and safe. <coughs> May I live with ease. Holding that wish for your own well-being with care. And letting it flow forth with the phrases. And again, feeling free to change the phrases adapt them to find <coughs> what works for you. Typically helpful to just stay with three or four phrases that resonate to some degree. Or to use an image or a felt sense, or a combination.
May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be healthy and safe. May I live with ease. Noticing as you do the practice if there's a sense of ease or of contraction. Without judgment, just noticing. Seeing if it's possible to relax and open the awareness through the whole body. You may find that it's helpful for you to include the breath. Flow of the breathing. And then the flow of the metta intention. Opening to see any impact on the field of awareness, on the body sense. May I be happy. May I be peaceful.
May I be healthy and safe. May I live with ease. May bringing to mind Someone for whom it's easy, natural to feel this attitude of goodwill, of friendship, of well-wishing. Opening out your awareness to feel somebody Take your time with this, don't try too hard. <coughs> Just see who comes up. Might be your cat. Or someone you haven't seen for a long time. Someone very close to you, doesn't matter. What we're looking for is that relative ease of that movement of wishing well. So bringing the person or animal into your awareness might have an image of them or feeling of them. Directing the flow of the metta. Noticing the impact on the field of awareness. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be healthy and safe. May you live with ease.
If the mind wanders, we come back to the body. Re-establish the field of awareness in the body. And then bring to mind again this easy personal being. And letting the phrases be a way of embodying our intention for well-wishing and for goodwill. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be healthy and safe. May you live with ease. the field of metta expand so that we are including the whole space of this hall in the field of metta intention. Connecting to the knowing that every person here wishes to be happy, safe and well. May we all be happy. May we all be peaceful. May we all be healthy and safe. May 
May we live with ease. So letting the intention of metta radiate from the whole body outwards into the hall and beyond the hall. the other people in the house to all the creatures in the grounds and the building the ladybirds hibernating in corners the rabbits and the birds on the lawn all the creatures, all the life forms May we all be happy. May we all be peaceful. May we all be healthy and safe. May we live with ease. Radiating out into the air and through the earth. Carried by the wind. flowing out to all beings those near and those far those we know and those we don't know may all beings everywhere be happy and peaceful may all beings everywhere be healthy and safe May all beings everywhere live with ease and joy. If you wish, you can feel free to um, practice the metta practice as much as feels useful for you. So it can become the primary practice that you do um, or in combination with uh, the long, pleasant breath that we did this morning. So the two very much inform each other.
as we we're doing now we're embodied in the body in this field of awareness as we bring the metta intention in and equally as we're doing the practice of tuning in to the longer breath and to the nourishing pleasant aspects of the breathing that's actually an act of metta it's an act of friendliness and goodwill so we can see the connection uh, between the two and and find your balance it may change from day to day Um, but feel free to do as much or as little of either one as, as feels interesting for you and nourishing for you And you can also, if it doesn't feel too confusing, bring the metta practice into the walking. So as you're doing walking, the metta can be the, the object of your meditation. So with the footsteps, or whatever feels grounding, you can use the phrases, or whatever you were using, image, felt sense of metta um, in the movement can be very, very powerful. And if you're um, sending the metta to, to someone else, um, you can imagine them in front of you, like you're walking towards them um, as you're doing the practice, or you can just radiate it out, whatever feels useful. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.